You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The volume. Daniel! All right, guys. I'm here with Sean Strickland. Main event UFC 293 from Sydney, Australia. He takes on the champ Israel Adesanya. Sean, thank you for checking in with my I'm man. Mad, DC the legend. <laughs> so, this whole thing came fast, right? It yeah. was Drake is Duplessis, and I remember talking to one of the bosses, and they he kind of softly hinted that it might be Sean Strickland. Yeah. And I said, well, let's look into Sean Strickland. And when you look into Sean Strickland outside of the Pajeda fight, you do deserve a championship fight. Was this when you expected this to happen? Oh, I mean, it came fast, but, you know, I've never said no to the UFC. When they call me, I say yes. You know, I thought I was next in line. I thought I got robbed with Cannoneer. Again, Cannoneer, great guy. I thought I got robbed. It's kind of funny after the— You I thought mean, you won the fight? Yes. I, I even had judge—I've even had—I've had some people in the UFC come and be like, oh, man, you got robbed. Really? It was kind of funny. It one of those things where they're like, well, Sean— you show damage. I had a scratch in my nose. Oh my guys, I'm fucking white. Cold weather damages me. Fucking, you get some, you get some wind, and I get damaged. You get some fucking cold air, and I get chapped lips. And I start fucking bleeding. A scratch on the nose doesn't lose a fight. Yeah. So you thought you should have won that fight, and was the rifle number one contender? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. It doesn't happen, you know. But here's the thing about opportunity, guys. Never happens when you want it to happen. Would I have loved to have a full twelve week camp and brought in all the tall link and kickboxers? Would love that shit. That's not how opportunity works. It just shows the fuck up, and you either answer or you don't. You answer. You always got to answer, guys. And, hey, a lot of times you answer, you always fail. But unless you answer, you don't know. Well, you don't. You, you could never succeed if you don't take the chance. 100%. Right. And that's what a lot of people, they don't realize. Like, a lot of successful people, whether it be they bought real estate, they invested, it's not that they have anything over you guys. They just say, yes, I'm down. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to fucking do it. And what has been so beneficial to me, the UFC, when the UFC calls me and they say, hey, you want this risk? And I say, yes. And, you know, sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. With Alex, it didn't pay off. But 
You keep saying yes, you keep grinding, and you slowly get what you want. Sean, you got on a shirt that says cancel me. Oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I'm finally starting to, uh, I'm starting, starting trying to make money, you guys. I don't want to be broke my whole life. But to certain people, you're a breath of fresh air, right? Because we live in a different world today where everybody doesn't kind of just say and talk as they want. But is this really you, or is this like a little bit of a, I get it now. Yeah. It's more than just, fighting because there are a lot of guys that are great at fighting but they don't connect to people yeah. and whether people love you or they hate you they gotta feel something either way yeah. so when i was getting booed going to the octagon i was happy when i was getting cheered i was happy because they felt something yeah. is this really sean strickland or is this a little bit of a sean strickland with the volume turned up to 100 to make sure that people are taking notice of you you know what it is you guys I can't, I can't take, I can't put, I can't take off the glasses. And what I mean by that, like when I walk through the world and even when I get cameras thrown in my face, when I get people coming up to me, like Izzy is the embodiment of the superstar, like the LeBron James, the NBA, the NFL, like you have these people that are like artificially inflated by the world and they wear the belt, they drive the car, they wear the jewelry. And like, it means absolutely nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Like the car you drive, what you wear, the clothes you have means absolutely fucking nothing. And I think people like me because I'm, when you see me in front of a camera fighting, when you see me do an interview, they're like, oh man, you're, you are like me. You're not the LeBron James. You're not the Izzy. You're not, you're just a normal guy fighting you guys. I know what it's like to be broke. I know what it's like to have to ride a bike to work. I've experienced all these things. And no matter how many cameras are thrown in my face, no matter how many people beg me for an interview or how many people ask me for something, then day, man, I'm just a fucking guy and I'm just here by chance and hard work. And again, that is what connects you with a lot of people. Not really, like you said, taking off the glasses to the world. Uh, it's hard, man. Like, trust me, every day. But how do you operate in this world, right? Because there's a lot of people it's that depressing. Go, this I, is ridiculous. I detach myself from it. You know, it's like... I mean, it's, I did a, I did an interview with uh, Mexico and, you know, and the Fox Sports Mexico and the guys asked me, and, I, and, you know, Mexican people are some of the toughest, most hardworking people. And I cannot, I can't even not think about it. Like you take his job just because he's working out of Fox Sports Mexico, doing the same exact job out of Fox Sports US, he's probably getting paid a quarter of it just because he is in Mexico. And there's so much shit in the world dude, where I can't, I can't unsee it. I can't take off the glasses. So when I talk about it, people are like, oh, this guy gets it. I'm like, bro, how do you not get it? Like, how do you not get it? I can't stop. I can't not see it. You know, you are different in the way that you approach the media and everything. And now you find yourself on the verge of fighting against one of the most dominant middleweight champions of all time. Yeah, one of the best. And you don't like him. And I wonder. No, I don't. No, I don't say. It. I don't. I don't necessarily say. It. Are you guys' like interactions aren't pleasant? No, I, I don't have anything against Izzy. I, everything I say about Izzy, you guys, I'm not like, I'm not making up. I'm not. You know, fic these aren't fictitious things I'm making up. These are things that he's done and he said. And if, if Izzy, maybe you should look in the mirror, and understand that you know, being a <laughs> isn't being a man. What? Okay, 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 DC. No, let's ask you. You say you aren't going to edit this out, DC. No, no, no. I'll, I'll fucking. What a, what a, uh, you, African American. We could, yes. we could assume, right? You never no, I'm know. I'm black. I'm black. You black. Yeah. <clears throat> How much would it cost to do what Izzy did? How much would it cost? What right? did Izzy do? This is all public knowledge. Just yeah. you guys go Google it. He was fighting for a Chinese kickboxer, and he had his shirt off, and he said, "You look at the color of my skin," and blah blah blah. 
and he held up a flag and he says, but I am Chinese. And then this is fact, you can look it up. And then later on, somebody confronted him and said, hey, Izzy, what about you said this? And Izzy was like, because they're fucking paying me. So I'm asking you, DC, how much money would well, it? Well, I, th I think that, I think Izzy was probably saying he sees himself in everybody regardless of the race. No, but. It, but, but that's it, like, that's probably what uh, he sees in himself. No, right? so Izzy, like, Izzy was being but I'm saying, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, DC. I'm asking you, DC. I mean, I don't, I, you go I've wrestle never, in China right now. Uh -huh. You go wrestle in China right now. I hand you a Chinese flag. I say, DC, here's what I want you to do. I want you to say, you look at. You, you look can't at, really ask me that. I'm like America. I'm, I'm a U.S. guy. But what would you say? But how, well, how much money? But how much money? But I don't think I don't. Because DC, you're a man. That's why. <laughs> because you're a fucking man, and someone's gonna hold a dollar in front of you, and you're not gonna just strip out down who you are. You're not gonna put an polish on like. You have dignity. You you have been one of the staples of the sport. And so whenever people say I hate Izzy, I don't hate Izzy. I have nothing wrong with Izzy. I just point out who Izzy is, and I point out why people don't like Izzy. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this all started with that press conference? Izzy said that he walked up behind you, slapped you on the ass, uh, and you said something to the effect of, don't do me like Paulo Costa. Do you guys go out in front, and it's just immediately well, it just, arguing. It's it just, like, cringy. Like, it's, mm -hmm. just, it's just cringy, you know? And, like, like for instance, when Izzy called out Dreykus, mm -hmm. like, what do you think about that? When he goes and tried to, he tried to race bait Dreykus to say something offensive. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a bit uncomfortable. It was a bit, it was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. And another thing about Izzy, you guys, Izzy... But this, this Izzy is talking right now, well, Sean, about Izzy. It doesn't sound like you don't like Izzy. But uh, well, one more thing. I'm, again, I, I'm, sure I, I, I'm sure Izzy's a nice enough guy. But let's say one other thing about Izzy. World stage. Mm -hmm. World stage UFC event. World stage. He wears a shirt that says what? He is not your bank. World stage, man. World stage. You're about to, you're about to announce a next big fight, and you take that opportunity to shit on your ex-girlfriend. So, oh, I didn't. I didn't. I, I mean, I thought that would be. I mean. Maybe, do you remember when Dana said that they don't put how much we actually make because our families all start reaching? Well, I no, thought that's what that no, was. It was, that was his again, I, don't, I don't talk about spouses and nobody should. Yeah, no, we should. This is just public knowledge. This okay. is the shirt you wore, you chose to wear. You I have, thought that was for his family. You could have said anything, bro. You could have yeah. talked about Ukraine. You could have talked about hungry Africans. You could have said anything. You could, you open your mouth and the world listens. And you wear a shirt that says, not his bank. You get drunk and then. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go try to race bait Dragus. You, uh, you guys have that interaction on stage. Do you think that helps still? That helps to get you in this position where we can always go back, as a, and the company can always go back and run those clips. You guys arguing back and forth. There's bad blood. Again, it could sell like this is the fight yeah. because these guys have a history. You know, guys, this is... UFC, WWE, it's all related. The more you talk, Conor McGregor, the more you talk, the more you make, man. I I have – the fans want me to be Izzy because Izzy is not likable. I mean, everything Izzy does is fucking cringe from everything he does. So I know why the company wants it. I know why the fans want it. But all I could say, guys, if I win that belt, we're going to bring Digny back into the middleweight division. How do you do that? How do you be the guy in that Asanya who shows – He's so skilled and well-rounded, especially with your, you're, you're not a guy that's going to be trying to wrestle him, right? You're a striker. No, we no let's not say that. I might wrestle you guys. I might wrestle. I wrestle like three days a week. Maybe I could actually use it once. Really? Oh, yeah. I actually, I'm actually pretty good at wrestling. I just don't ever do it. You, you, but you, you're a good striker and your volume and your boxing yeah. is what allows for you to, as, as the fight goes on, you start to separate yourself. How do you yeah. do that with a guy like Adesanya, who's such a great counter striker? You know, if I had to say anything, it's Bisbing versus Anderson Silva. Mm. It's like you just got to give a little bit to the gods. Like you got to just accept that, like your path to victory is going to be hard. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be brutal. I mean, that's at the end of the day when you're fighting someone of that skill and not of that skill of that length. Yeah, there's a lot of weapons you got to get through to get to him. So <clears throat> now it's going to be it's going to be a rough fight, but it's you know it has the makings to be one of the best fights. You know, a lot of times in these situations when Izzy fights a guy that on the surface isn't as threatening, they become a little bit slower fights. Cannoneer fight, yeah. uh, Romero fight. Those fights get a little slower because it seems as though there's a lot of risk with not as much reward. Yeah. How do you pull him out of that? Because those guys, they get in there with Izzy and they start to take pictures, right? They start to watch him yeah. and they don't fight him yeah. and then it ends up being a slow you know fight. and that's and that's one thing with alex Pereira. you know alex again <clears throat> you want to talk about a guy stand-up guy great mm-hmm. husband great father you know i was like stand up stand up stand up guy but you know 
I overthought that one. I had like, oh, if you beat him, you have a guaranteed title shot. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like, I kind of froze. I didn't fight. So, you know, if I learned anything from that fight, just go in there and fight. Just yeah. go in there and fight, you know. Go in there. Fall, what do you mean? Like, everything I thought, I overthought everything, whether it be a straight cross, whether it be a hook, everything. I was just overthinking everything as opposed to just going there and fighting. So if I learned anything from that fight, just, you know, turn off the brain and just go in there and try to fight. Just fucking fight hard. I've heard some stories out of your training camp that not many people have seen a man work as hard in preparation. I hear stories that you sparred and pads 20 rounds in a row. How are you carrying that type of work load as you head into this? Like, it seems as though you're very aware of the challenge that's ahead of you. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go train. I'm going to go do hard five rounds of wrestling after this interview. I just love a big reason to you guys. I love it. I love fighting. It's like I, I, I pretty much fight to train. Like, I love when I have a fight. I have an excuse to spar hard. I have an excuse to spar the best guys. A, b a big reason why I train so hard is because I, it makes me happy. Yeah. It has nothing really to do with the fight. This fighting is not about being an athlete of, from some other sport that chose this. What, did you play any other sports before fighting? No, no, man. Uh, fighting was, um, I was a kid. I played football, junior American. Uh, but obviously I got, I think I went to like four, three, four years of actual schooling. I couldn't keep a 2.0, got kicked out of school. It was hard. It was hard, man. And then I remember I was about, you know, 14 years old, just kind of miserable, angry. I walked in the gym the first time, and then I was, it was the first time in my life I've ever felt happiness. And this is what I try to tell people, man. Even even talking about it, like, it, it kind of tears me up because it brings me back to, like, that first day of, like, happiness. And, you know, what I try to tell people, like, man, the world's fucking rough. The world's fucking rough. It's hard to be a man. You you have no you have no pillars of masculinity. You're you're designed to be insecure. And a lot of people, man, walk into a gym, walk into a gym, go spar, go grapple. It's like it's a brothership. It's a home. You meet people from all different races, re religions, nationalities, and and truly is a, it's a last safe haven for like mental health and masculinity, which is insane because we try to kill each other. You said that. I read something somewhere where you said that if you weren't doing this, you'd be doing some bad stuff in the trailer. Like, this yeah. stuff, it saved your life. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, when I was younger, I got kicked out of school for hate crimes. Whenever you come from an extremely violent childhood, you start grasping on, like, sense of masculinity and strengths. And, like, you know, I had, um, I had racist influences in my life. So the only really masculinity and strength was these pretty much pieces of shit that I grasp onto. They work out, they're strong, they get respect. It's just like this brutal cycle. It's this brutal cycle. And it's not just whites and not, it's everybody. It's, it's fucking everybody. And I mean, it's, it's a damn shame, bro. And you, and you know, I don't know how to fix it. For me, I started training and I was exposed. I was exposed to the world and there's actually kind of dawned on me, you know, my entire life, my entire life, everybody who's kind of put me down, who kicked me out, they're all white. Everybody, everybody who's really held it, Lorenz Larkin, you know, he's actually a UFC guy. Every guy, everybody who's actually, Lorenz. he's a great guy, but everybody who's actually held out their hand and said, hey, Sean, even me, after saying all this crazy shit when I was a kid, everybody who held out their hand who tried to help me, either black or Mexican. Mm. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not putting down white people, but I'm saying, like, at some point you take a step back and you look and you're like, man, like, 
the world is the world is not what you the world is not what you think it is. Yeah, a lot of times they say the people that hurt you the most are the ones that are closest to yeah. you. Yeah, and, uh, and and you know that's one of the things about fighting, which I wish more people would like, especially like inner city communities, man. Like fighting, boxing, like it literally is like a safe haven, and and I wish that fuck, I, I wish it would grow more. I wish yeah. it grow more, like boxing, MMA. I mean, it, it saved my life. It bring you guys like you guys for the average people. You guys don't know what it's like to be angry. You don't like. If we're talking about inner city kids, like. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to be so angry that you just walk down the world saying, like, if I can hurt somebody, I feel good. And it doesn't matter, white, black, Mexican, people who grow up like me with shitty fathers, abusive households, we, we have this anger in us and we have to put it towards something, whether it be a gang, selling drugs, racism, we gotta put this anger towards something. And that's like, you know, MMA, man, it, it truly is it truly is amazing and I wish we did more of it. Sean, you are a story of someone that's not supposed to be. Yeah. But on Saturday night, you have the opportunity to become the champion of the world. If you win that belt, what does that mean to you? And to all the people that do support you and follow you and have seen you through this journey, right? From being a guy at welterweight that was okay yeah. Yeah. to a guy that's now fighting for the middleweight champions of the world. From a guy that got hit by a car riding his mm. motorcycle. Like, what does that mean to you and those fans yeah. if you get that job done on Saturday? You know, you guys, and I'll tell you, buddy, I'm, I'm pretty stoic. I don't really get excited things, but it would mean something to me to bring the belt to represent my fans, to represent you guys of all, you know, black, white, Mexican. I, I was in New York, and it's, it's kind of funny. I was in New York, and the only people who recognized me were the Nigerians in Central Park. And they all wanted pictures. So, like, I represent a broad spectrum of people that they don't get representation from guys like Izzy. They don't get reputation on guys like that. So, you know, it would mean so much to, to win a belt, to amplify, amplify my voice, amplify, amplify my voice to make better men, make masculinity great again. It, it, would be, it would mean so much to me to be able to represent you guys and have a louder platform for you guys. Sean Strickland takes on Israel Adesanya this Saturday, UFC 293 from Sydney, Australia. Sean, thank you for checking in, my man. True true legend, bro. If I can wrestle half as good as you, it's going to be an easy fight. (laughs) Guys, make sure you hit the purchase button. Watch this man try to chase history. Till next time, like, subscribe. Peace. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.